Afterlife with Brent and Jeff. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Altar Life. We're jumping on to our James series, and uh, we're going to get right to it with lots of great music. Stick around for the next two hours. We're going to rock your world with God's Word. How's everybody doing tonight? We're excited to uh, continue on in our James series and uh, continue to learn how to live an altar life, Jeff. I think uh, this te- this book is, you know, kind of kind of is the practical. Uh, guide on how to live an altar life, I think. And uh, tonight going to be talking about the end of James 3 um, and beginning of chapter 4. So if you have your Bibles and you want to read along, this is a pretty cool part of scripture and uh, a pretty uh, challenging message tonight. So we're anxious to get into it, um, get into the topic. And, um, you know, there's so many times in this world where there's so many forces, you know, there's so many things out there there's the there's just the culture that we're in there's the uh the flesh this is our, ourselves and our desires our sinful nature there's a whole demonic a whole um spiritual world out there that's warring against our spirit and then there's jesus and there's god's kingdom and there's this massive you know war going on for our souls and uh you know it's hard to kind of figure out sometimes it's confusing and it's it's hard to figure out which is which, you know, with our emotions and with everything that's going on. And uh, this script part of scripture is cool because it kind of zeroes this in on um, how to be able to notice what the difference is. And it kind of speaks to us being able to figure out um, what's not of God and what is. <laughs> Bring some clarity to the situation. Yeah, we'll jump right in. Chapter 3, verse 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. And it's right where we jump in. Taking inventory, checking, checking ourselves before we wreck ourselves is ultimately what it's talking about. He's saying, you know, check check your motives. If, if there's any self-seeking involved, then there's going to be confusion and the opportunity for every evil thing, it says. And, um, you know, the contrast comes later. But just reading these verses, you look at that and you're like, that's me. You know, boasting, lying, self-seeking, envy, bitterness, sensuality, you know, demonic activity. It's crazy. And you wonder why sometimes... You know, in this world, you know, it's so confusing and there's there's so many uh, issues. It's almost, I, always sometimes, I sometimes feel like every day it's just, sometimes it's just like, uh, there's just so much, uh, people are just, uh, you know, it's like, there's just this battle, it's just this struggle. It's like we're striving against one another, we're striving against the culture, we're just, it's just a grueling day after day, like, beat down. And, uh, you know, that, and that's true. I mean, there is definitely a spiritual thing going on. And, you know, James is challenging us to kind of check our own hearts. And, you know, why, why are you, why are you striving? What is the, what is the, um, are you a part of this force that's just seeking after self? Um, are you aligning yourself with the kingdom? You know, and even if you're completely aligned with the kingdom, you're still going to war against this world. I mean, that's just Galatians talks about the flesh warring against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. But, um, 
you know, James is kind of more trying to clarify our hearts on focusing on him, on the Lord. That was All Rise Asteroid by Altogether Separate. And uh, I love the verse of the songs because it's just like so chaotic that he's just ranting and raving about the current society. And that's that's what we're dealing with. I mean, that's the the earthliness, the sensuality, the, you know, demonic activity. It's all around us. And, you know, that the wisdom of the earth, which is like an oxymoron, basically. Um, we look at what the media says, what the media tells us, and that's how we become wise. We read these books or magazines, you know, and we we listen to these loudmouths on TV and on the radio, and they give us our our mindset. Basically, that's like our worldly mindset. We establish a foundation of thinking based on the culture and the world that we live in, instead of on the foundational truths of God's word. So a lot of times we, you know, our, our, our viewpoint or, you know, our, our worldview is formed not by God and not by his word, but by what's around us and what our friends are saying, what our coworkers are doing. That's how we view situations. And, uh, you know, it's just a total contrast. You know, it's the wisdom from above. He goes on and says it's pure first. That's first and foremost. And then it's peaceable. And in comparison, it says the the wisdom that's not from above is earthly and sensual and demonic. And, um, you know, to see these two things at war, and it literally can feel like a war in our minds, in our hearts, as we are in whatever situation, the workplace or whatever it is, school, um, where we're like, wait a minute, I I don't know how to reconcile these two things. There's a reason why you don't know how to reconcile them, and it's because there's a war going on, and they won't reconcile. (laughs) And uh you know, it's, it's the biblical worldview that hopefully has been ingrained in us through the studying of the word and by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And when we get into a worldly situation, we have that knowledge and that wisdom bombarding us and, and challenging us and making us question what's right and what's wrong. And um, we got another song for you coming up. It's the classic crime. And it's called God and Drugs. And those things are definitely not, they don't reconcile. And uh, that's what this song is about, is the, is the disparity between the two things. And you know, this, this one verse says, Do not boast and lie against the truth, because this wisdom does not descend from above. You know, isn't that like the world and boasting and lying against what is true? You know, why would you boast about anything but the truth? Um, but yet the world is full of boasting in themselves and distracting from the truth, distracting from... Um, the thing that's the light that's going to bring out the, the truth about a situation because it's better to be in the dark and to have an agenda and live out that agenda so often. And um, I love this passage just as a personal, this is a little insight to Brent. Uh, I love this passage because reading through it, you can very quickly let you, you know, as you apply this to a situation, just let it kind of bring clarity to a particular situation in your life because wisdom that is from the earth from earth you know is these things earthly sensual full of envy self-seeking confusing you know wisdom that's from heaven as jeff said pure peaceable gentle willing to yield full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy um real quickly size up that situation in your life you're confused about and let the word of god sift through what's from the earth and what's from heaven. You're listening to The Altered Life with Brent and Jeff. Brilliant! Verse 17, the wisdom that is from above is first pure, as Brent said, peaceable, gentle, willing to yield. 
there's something that we aren't good at. I no, think. definitely not. <laughs> oh no, you after you. No, you By have a better career, yeah. a better job. You get the promotion, not me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you you get the good, better grade in school, not me. <laughs> you know, what a contrast to self-seeking. <laughs> you get the last tic tac. No, I don't know. You get the last <laughs> delicious brownie on the plate. Go ahead. I don't need it. <laughs> I'm full of mercy. I don't. I couldn't fit a brownie in there. <laughs> and good fruits, it says. Full of mercy and good fruits. <laughs> without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now, the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Peace. In an episode called War of the Worlds? What? <laughs> and uh, that's where we get to. Because you get to... You have the one side, which is from above. Wisdom. Pure. That doesn't work with bitter enviness and envious, enviness. I don't know <laughs> what word is that. Self-seeking and, <laughs> and confusion. Uh, you know, peaceable, pure. All these words, they are just complete opposites. They're antonyms. Is that? The yes. Pro- yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Taking you back to grade schooling. That was awesome. <laughs> I had no idea what I was just saying. Um, wow. He picked a M word. It was like, hominem, simonem, anonym. Ah, antonym. Antonym. That's awesome. That's I can't believe I remembered it. Yeah, I haven't good. used that word in a long time. Anyway, sidebar. Uh, you should go beyond. Um, you're smarter than a fifth grader. I'm yeah. sure you win <laughs> with that one. They should have a game show. It's just about as smart as a fifth grader. <laughs> That's where me and Brent are. <laughs> um, I'm smarter than a first grader. <laughs> but anyway, he says uh, the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So when you have a peaceful heart that comes from a wisdom from above, you sow that. You you, do, you plant that and you create peace in a situation. Yeah. And that's interesting. And it, it, it bears fruit, which not only is peace, but righteousness, it says. The fruit of righteousness comes from peace. It's very interesting, especially when we're talking about like the war that goes on. Because I'll tell you what, it's not the spirit of God that's waging war in your heart. You know, it, it set up resonance and it's there. It's the flesh that's like, no, I won't have it. (laughs) That's the thing that's like, I declare war on your land and all that stuff. It's fighting against it. So it's something to to keep in mind is that, you know, it's the flesh that's beating or trying to beat up the spirit. And the spirit's like, what? No, I don't think so. (laughs) And it's defending itself. I like that analogy. Anyway. Better than Chuck Norris. (laughs) The Ultra Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Like It, Love It, Need It, Fighting Instinct, cover of DC Talk. Wonderful. DC Talk is so good, they have covers. They have a tribute CD. It's awesome. It is cool. It it's is the cool. CD itself is eh. Fighting Instinct's awesome on there. House of Heroes, Relic A, Story Side B, but the rest is kind of eh. <laughs> Jeff, CD review, Spotlight. All right, so uh, <laughs> verse 18, now the fruit of righteousness. I want to go back to that verse. Now the, the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace. As you were talking, it kind of triggered the thought that, you know, it is possible. This just kind of tells you that it is possible to live in a confusing, conflict-filled situation or world and be able to be at peace in the middle of it and to be able to actually influence that environment with righteousness. Isn't that cool? Like, he's kind of basically saying that, you know, following the wisdom that's pure and that's a personal thing you know you can choose to follow that or you could choose to be a part of the self-seeking and the confusing and envious crew you know you know you can choose the other way 
and yeah, the whole world isn't going to change, but the situation that you're in can change because you can decide that I'm going to follow the wisdom that's pure, the wisdom that's going to yield much fruit, you know. In that dark situation, you can bring righteousness and peace into that situation. Um, and maybe it's just you, but you can also bring that to some other folks, maybe, if God chooses to use you that way, um, and bring some clarity to the group. And that's an awesome encouragement. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. That was Drawing the Lines by The No Longer. And those two songs, War Torn, Drawing the Lines, it made us think of tonight's unbelievable segment. Well, at least I'm going to say that it made us think that. Yeah. Uh, Brent brought up a great one, which is the way they used to do war. The technology of war. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> and how it's advanced. We've gotten so sophisticated um, with with how we, you know, strategize to kill each other. Yeah, you don't even have to be on the same... <laughs> in the same country yeah i mean like, think about like old time war right it's like all right well we're gonna go out to the field and we're just gonna <laughs> like form these we're gonna have thousands of people on either side and we're just gonna like start walking toward each other and just beat each other and yeah. whoever's left standing wins and we're gonna just, ready go <laughs> that's it's like we're just gonna fire a bunch of arrows into the air see what sticks yeah <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> It's like, what? And you just stood there. That is a bunch of brave people, especially the ones in the front. It's like, they're like, yeah, I'm going to do Drawing straws. I'm in the front row. (laughs) Oh, man. Tell my wife I love her. my (laughs) chances. Oh, man. Can you imagine how many people would be lined up to be a part of the army today? Oh, man. Like, voluntarily. You know what? Sign me up for the front. You know, people do are on the front lines. I'm not making a line in the military, but, you know. It's like if you knew you were gonna stand out in the field and just yeah, walk but it's totally di- front lines now is totally different because you would you would basically just put yourself you know within like a couple feet of somebody else's weapon and it was like whoever fired first. Yep, exactly. I just feel like like it was just, just people are so much smarter now in some ways, you know, not in all ways, but. <laughs> You know, the soldiers now, they go through such rigorous training, and they just, yep. they're Strategy amazing. It's unbelievable. But the back then, I felt like so it just was like, amazing. hey, here, put this on and go and stand there. And then when we say go, just start shooting. Like, and that was considered and the gentleman's way of Until, like, the command, like, you know, we're going to stand there, and we're going to get, people are going to shoot at us, but we're not going to fire yet until someone says, go, all right, shoot now, you know? It's funny, it's like the British, movies. they were like, all gentlemen, you know, yeah. and they they wore their nice, neat red coats and everything, and you know they started to use, you know, when when war became more sophisticated, they would still like use those tactics and like, you know, don't stand down, men, don't retreat. Meanwhile, like there's these huge like cannons being aimed right at them and stuff like. That. <laughs> it seems if you think of you know that we talked about drawing the lines, you know. Even further back, when you would just like draw a line in the sand and you'd have like a duel. Yeah. Like, think about the duel. You just back to back, walk three paces, turn around 10 paces. Like, what would prevent the one person from just turning around early and shooting the guy in the back? Right, right. Like, there's a rule about it. Yeah. It's like, you have to play by the rules, even though we're about to kill each other. Like, be a gentleman about it, at least. (laughs) Makes no sense. You're absolutely right. So I'm glad uh, we've we've progressed since then. We'll see you on the other side. Everything around is chaos. It is. It really is. And uh, Just watch the news. And that's what happens when you have these people that are running things with worldly wisdom. Everybody thinks we're stupid because we believe in a God who loves us and thinks that you know 
Christians are not as smart, you know, like the scientists. Yeah, God's just the crutch for our yeah stupidity. People who believe in creation, <laughs> it's so like amateurish. Uh, look at these guys; they think they're real scientists, but they're not. They're like, well, actually, they study and have worked harder to prove creation than you have evolution, because all you have to say is, eh, it just happened. We don't know how. <laughs> like, how lazy is that? That's the world's wisdom for you. Yeah. And just say, if you can't figure out something, just say, well, it just happened. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you weren't there. How do you know? <laughs> That's the best, the explain, best argument. Explain, <laughs> explain something with a reason that that also can't be explained. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I said so. That's why. Wait, that only worked with my mom. It doesn't work with you. Stop it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, anyone so else we can rip on tonight? Seriously. I feel like I know. <laughs> no, what do we get? <laughs> we rip, got rip the science industry. <laughs> we got the British, uh, the British those the darn scientists. red coats. Yeah, the red <laughs> Man, they're gonna come back. They're gonna come forward gonna in like, time. Hey, and be like, don't talk about the revolution. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't try doing English accent. No, I, I would have tried. It would fail. No, it would have sounded. Asian or Indian, because that's all my accents sound <laughs> or, the same. Or Jamaican. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> well, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. And uh, we're talking about he- wisdom that's heavenly versus wisdom that's um, demonic or sensual and the difference between those two things and what that looks like in our lives. You know, um, just in and of itself, this passage is just an, a good encouragement for us to remember to seek the Lord's wisdom, you know, and as we continue, he kind of takes that description and he kind of boils it down into, okay, well, this is how it manifests itself even more. It says, where do wars and fights come from among you? Why do you guys war and fight with each other? You know, do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have, and you murder and covet and cannot, cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not ask, you do not have because you do not ask, and you ask and do not receive because you ask and miss that you may spend it on your pleasures. You know why are you guys battling each other? Because you each want something that's not what you have, <laughs> and you're seeking that for yourself, and you're warring against. You know you're warring against that, and there's that struggle because you're battling for something that's, you know, it's just selfishness, guys. <laughs> it's like. You know, why do, you know, I was just thinking about my kids, like they sit around and argue and fight for the same toy, you know, because they just both want it. And there's a, there's a pridefulness to that. Like I want it for myself. Well, of course there are two, you know, they're, they're young, but does it get any different when we grow up? No, we're just, we're just kids in old people's bodies. (laughs) That's a true story. It's really just the flesh. It's really just our selfishness at the end. We just have better bowel control, (laughs) bladder control. That's the only difference. In some cases, anyway. <laughs> uh, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> sorry. But I just love it. He's like, you don't have because you don't ask. And those of you that are asking, you don't have because you're asking amiss or off. <laughs> you're asking wrongly because you want it for yourself and not for others. Uh, the flip side of that is why aren't we asking for things that we know will help others is because we're seeking after selfish ambition, seeking after our own, you know, advancement or whatever it may be. And, uh, you know, that's, that's not what God wants. He, I love it. Cause James is like so hard hitting. He's like adulterers and adulteresses. 
Don't you know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Think about that. That was Stellar Cart with something holy, and that's what we're looking for. Something from above to get our minds right. Brent and I need something to get our minds right tonight because we're feeling a little woozy or something. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. But uh, I do know that you should check out our website, www.thealterlife.com. Right there on the main page, you can like us on Facebook. Simple as that. You can check out our most recent episodes. Get caught up on the James series. I know you're, you know, some of you might be behind on this. I think this is episode seven or something like that. It feels like we just started it. Yeah, it does. Um, but we're, we're we're now into chapter four. There's only one more chapter to cover after this. So uh, you need to keep it locked and check out our website. You can request a song as well. And that's always fun. We oui, fun. Yeah. So tonight, War of the Worlds. James chapters three and four, and uh, we already know where the war comes from. It comes from us versus God. Who wins that? <laughs> really? Like, don't be a friend of the world because if you're a friend of the world, then you're an enemy of God. You know, reading through this ch- this beginning of chapter four, you know, how, do we feel like that tonight? Does anyone out there feel like that tonight? Where we're warring, we're fighting, we're striving. You know, there's and you can just tell like when you're striving for something, it's like you know, obsess over something. It's, you know, I really want this. And you, you're dreaming of how great it could be, you know. And if you read through this again, you lust and you do not have, you know. You murder and covet because you cannot, and you cannot obtain it. You fight in war. You, you don't have these things because you're not asking. And when you are asking, you're asking for it because of selfish pleasure, you know. And I kind of take myself back to when I was single because I'm married now. <laughs> and like... How much time single people, and if you're single out there, shut out, yeah. Um, some, so often single folks are, you know, thinking a lot about who that that person's going to be that they're going to spend the rest of their life with. You know, and you go through seasons of, you know, I'm cool being single. And then, I really want somebody really bad. And, you know, you spend a lot of time thinking about what this person's going to look like. You know, you think about all the different facets of a relationship and, you know, how awesome this is going to be. And, a lot of times our thoughts can be good and profitable and sometimes our thoughts could be just so self-seeking like you're trying to fill the void of loneliness you're trying to fill the void of you know selfish desire or sexual desire or any of those kinds of things you're just sometimes the uh, that that thing you're striving for you think is your mate is is just uh, something to satisfy your pleasure you know satisfy your your sensuality uh, or satisfy um you know, something of the earth, like the culture thinks you need to be, you know, hooked up by the time you're in certain, you know, a certain age. And it's like, Oh, I'm not past that age now. And, you know, know, and, or, you know, maybe the enemy is just trying to put something in your life to to distract you from what God wants for your life. And, you know, that's kind of the application here tonight, you know, as we're talking about whatever situation it is, you know, I picked on the single folks, but (laughs) I was there and I remember like, you know, focused on all these things. And I realized at the end of the day, I was like, you know what, God, none of these aspirations are because it's what we can do for you together. It was nothing to do with you, God. You know, it was everything to do with what I felt I needed and what I was lusting for and what I was trying to obtain and not, and what I was asking for, but not getting because I was going to spend it on my own pleasure. You know, God had to weed all that stuff out of me before he could give me the, the someone. And that's someone, you know what? didn't check all the boxes on my list you know what i mean the things that i thought i wanted you know it was so much more than that and god knew exactly what i needed and um who i needed and um 
anyway, that's a cool little tidbit from my life. You're listening to The Alpha Life with Brent and Jeff. That was I Am Yours by The Afters, and we are yours to check out online, www.thealterlife.com. All right, that's the last time I'm going to say that. Jeff, you're not asking correctly. You're asking a miss because you just want people <laughs> to go to the website. It's a self-seeking on my part. Not that I'm thinking that you're going to be edified by going. But when it's true, you will enjoy, I guarantee it, you will enjoy going to our website. Download every unbelievable and tell me you didn't enjoy it. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> let's get back to this. We have James calling everybody out. Adulterers and adulteresses. You don't really say those words that much, especially no. like... You imagine if you were like at work and you just like were like you adulterer <laughs> you're like you imagine they'd be like who HR would be calling yeah, you right. and be like you, you got to complain about this it's none of your business <laughs> what goes on in the private life yeah whatever I don't care I'm calling it out as I see it truth better go to another song I know. <laughs> all right to wrap up this part of scripture it says or do you think that the scripture says in vain the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously you know, the spirit in us, if we're a believer tonight, is is learn. you know, and that's why he call, James calls, says adulterers and adulteresses. He's not necessarily talking about spiritual adult, I mean, sexual adultery here. He's talking about, you know, you have something else in your heart that you're obsessing and in love with besides God. Because if you were a friend of the world and you were in love with the world, you're an enemy with God. And the spirit dwell, that dwells in us yearns jealously you know desires to our hearts to be captured by the lord and not to be captured by whatever else is out there that spiritual that earthly wisdom that's out there those self-seeking motives and desires you know he wants us to seek after himself you know and to be in love with himself and the the spirit inside of us isn't that awesome if you're a believer tonight you know that the spirit is yearning for your attention you know it's like look here this is so much better you know, taste and see that the Lord is good. And tonight, that's, I guess, our challenge. As we look at our, our lives, where we're at, the situations we're involved in, what we're seeking after, what we're striving after, what we're battling people over tonight, you know, the Spirit's inside of us yearning that we just submit to Him and to be captivated by Him and let seek first the kingdom of God and then all these things, all this extra stuff that we pine after and long after will be added to us and when we get those things those things will be exactly what we've needed and that is just a cool promise to take away from tonight yeah i think that um we need to get our mindsets rebooted because we we're trained to believe the culture and to believe our sensory you know whatever perceptions uh and it's not where we go we go to the word that's that's where it's all found. We're gonna close out tonight with "Burn Me Down" by House of Heroes. Until next week, be cool, cats. Live for Christ. The Altar Life. Music, truth, real, period. <laughs>